Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy thought of the day is by George Jones. There are questions I'm still not wise enough to answer. Just wise enough to no longer ask. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Episode 63. Thanks to all the folks who've been contributing to this podcast on Patreon.com. Hugely appreciate you all keeping this podcast moving along strong into 2017. Coming at you this week from my folks' place in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, with a house full of family enjoying the Christmas weekend, having a fun, heartwarming, and battery-charging few days off. Although I'm always looking forward to my upcoming shows and podcasts. During family conversation, my sister checked her phone and commented that George Michael had passed away. I remember buying his Faith album on cassette through one of those BMI gimmick deals in a Sunday paper when I was a kid. I think I still have it, and in fact, I think I probably still owe on it. Faith, Father Figure, One More Try, etc. What an amazing album. R.I.P. George Michael. Anywho, on a lighter note, something special for the listeners this holiday week. I'd like to welcome my co-hosts, my niece, Emma Mae Johnson, and my nephews, Harper and Dawson Leith. Take it away, guys. Happy Holidays! Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota. Probably the busiest night I've ever seen at the pub. It's always so fun rocking out around the Twin Cities during the holiday season. Congrats to the best bartender in New Hope, Luke, on his new Guns N' Roses tattoo. Thursday, Mr. Brian Johnson and myself rocked out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Again, another super busy night with lines out the door waiting for an open table. Although I was mainly focused on putting on the best Christmas variety show I could, I couldn't help but notice that ESPN Classic was on one of the TVs and they were running old pro wrestling AWA throwback matches. I don't have much else to say about this besides I just thought it was, was kind of cool. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, December 28th, 2016. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Friday, December 30th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, New Year's Eve, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at the Wyzetta Bar and Grill, a.k.a. the Muni, from 9 to 12 a.m. Guest this week. 
is part three of three with popular Midwest country music frontman Tim Sigler. We discuss Merle Haggard, Sturgill Simpson, George Jones, George Strait, etc. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. We have Mr. Tim Sigler here again with us, part three. Hello, hello. We're here still at Old Chicago in Roseville, Minnesota, one of our favorite hangs. A big thanks to our waitress, Heather. Oh, she's been working here forever, and she's one of our good friends. And Don't you get wings here all the time? Oh, yeah. It's all, all good. We love hanging out here. Yeah. The wings, I think, are my favorite. Oh, you can't beat them. Do you go buffalo, or what do you go? Straight up buffalo, man. With blue cheese? Blue cheese, of course. Yeah, I'm going to get that right after this. Buffalo and blue cheese. Nice. A recommendation for your local Minnesota musicians here. Tim, how do people get a hold of you in the first place? TimSigler.com? TimSigler.com. Phone number, email, all that fun stuff's on the website. So, yeah. One thing you had on there I thought was pretty cool was the Q&A or the FAQ page. Yeah. Like uh, And, like, you can provide the sound, lights, you know, we'll do whatever and break stuff. I love that because that's where it gets kind of, I hate that gray area. Right. You know, we're going to do this breaks and we'll do this. And you can just check it and that's fine because that's why I don't like the gray area. Yeah. And you and can eliminate all that. And part of the deal with booking ourselves is, is we get asked those questions all the time. So it's like we just, we try to put it all out there and it's like, but we're, you know, we're flexible. And, you know, uh, like, like we talked about in the last episode where it's like, you know, we don't have expectations of what we need as a band. We don't have a rider like a lot of bands do. We don't ask for a certain flavor of water or beer or green M&Ms. It's like, we just want to play. We love, all of us love to play. So it's like, you know, when someone books us or whatever, we, we want to make that as easy as possible. It's just like, do you want to throw a party? Do you want to ha- have alcohol for sale? Have us play. It'll be fun. There you go. That's it. I like your philosophy there, Sigler. I don't know if you can even share this story. If, it, if you can't, I'll just edit this all out. But I remember one of Dan Neal's birthday parties. You came over to my house, and we're all sipping on it's many years ago, sipping on some brewskis, and you'd just come back from a weekend of playing, and you told us this freaking Saturday Night Live skit-ish story about some <laughs> musician of yours that lost their keyboard in the ditch or something like that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, like the keyboard wound up in the ditch, or he went up in the ditch, and they lost the keyboard. It was something I can't remember it at all, but I remember it was a really good road story. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of good road stories over the years. I remember, yeah, keyboard player going going in the ditch after hitting a deer, and like keyboard getting lost in the somewhere in the snow or something like that, and you know. So he says, you know, who knows? Who knows these keyboard players, I tell you. <laughs> okay, so as far as music goes, last time I talked to you here, I saw you old Chicago Trivia Night. Uh, we were talking about the death of Merle Hager. Yeah. I just got to see him play last year. What's your thoughts on Merle Haggard, man? It's been a while, but I oh, know man. you were cutting a promo on him that night. You love Merle. I love Merle. He's, I mean, he truly is one of the all-time best songwriters, best performers of all time. I mean, he's the, he's the country music poet. I mean, there's there's never been a guy that can, you know, write a song that captivates the struggles of the working man like Merle Haggard has, you know, and uh, he will he will 
forever be missed. He'll never be another Merle Haggard. So I mean, he was he was one of the icons, and I was lucky enough to see him the, the last uh, last two shows he was in town. And uh, I'm glad I, br- I got to bring my daughter to those shows too, because I was just like, you know, she's young, she didn't really get it, but I was just like, this guy's one of the all-time greats. You know, you talk about like Elvis Presley and, and stuff like that for rock and roll, and I mean, Merle Haggard is is that big. I mean. Do you, what's your favorite songs of his? Oh man, blues. there's. I mean, there's so many good songs. I mean, I love the. I love the sad songs. I mean, I love uh, yesterday's wine. Um, today I started loving her again. And then today I started loving you again. I'll tell you this where we're sitting here right now in this month if we make it through December. Oh, if we make it through December, I mean that comes on this time of year and it's just like, oh man. It's so good. It's just it's crazy. So do you cover any Merle? We do a handful of songs. Um, how does that go over now with the younger kind of female based like me female geared country music nowadays? I uh, I mean to be honest, most people don't know who he is. I mean, uh, you know, as sad as that is, but uh, there's a there's a pocket full of diehard country fans that that really still love the old traditional stuff out there that that ask for it, they demand it, they crave it, they want to hear the old Merle Haggard's, the Johnny Cash. I mean, you know, Johnny Cash is a little different because every Johnny Cash is one of those guys that seems everybody knows him, whether they're young or old, but. Uh, um, but no, there's still a pocket of people that still come out, thank God, that love Merle Haggard and, you know, Johnny Horton and Webb Pierce and, you know, Hank Williams and, like, all these old country legends that are just, they just don't make them like that For anymore. the folks that come out and love Johnny Cash, I hear it every night, too. How many songs of Johnny Cash do you even think they know? Oh. Three or four? I'd say probably yeah, three or four is probably pretty pretty close. Three or four, Folsom, Ring of Ring Fire, Fire, Walk the Boy, Line, Walk the Line, Boy Named Sue, maybe ba- maybe Boy Named Sue. That's where it's three maybe. or four, yeah. Town to town to hide my shame, but I made me a vow to the moon and stars. I'd search the honky tonks and bars and kill that man and give me that awful name. But no, I mean then Jackson maybe. Maybe after the movie. Maybe, but uh, I'd say Ring of Fire, Folsom, pretty much. But it's line. it's like you know it's like for someone that doesn't have like let's say satellite radio or doesn't listen to music on the internet a lot. It's like if you listen to the radio these days and you're a teenager now growing up, you're not going to hear those songs ever. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's just not a there's not much many places to hear that stuff here in the Twin Cities at least. So you said how you got to see Merle Haggard before he passed. I was lucky yeah. enough to, and I thought he sounded great. He sounded amazing. His picking skills were good, too. What I loved is how he ran his band. He'd sit there and sing and play, and he had the band kind of in a circle around him. Oh, yeah. And he'd just point at him for who to take the solo. He it was, was totally unrehearsed. Oh, it was unrehearsed, just spontaneous. winged it like an old jazz concert. Him. Just go. I go loved it. Go, just point at him. I loved it. I mean, he sounded amazing. And, and uh, I got to see him at Mystic, Mystic Lake and then at the State Fair. And that State Fair show was amazing because it had Sturgill Simpson opening up the night, who's phenomenal. If you don't know Sturgill Simpson, check him out. (laughs) 
Um, and then Chris Christofferson yep. was playing with him. You know, and Chris, you know, Chris is still with us, but like Chris was really struggling with the uh, lyrics and stuff like that. And it was a, it was so fun to watch Merle was so on the ball that he would go up to Chris when Chris would get lost in some of the lyrics and kind of whisper in his ear. And I don't know if he's giving him shit or uh, if he's telling him the next line. But it's like then Chris would come back up with a smile on his face and be right back in the song. And it's like, but uh, yeah, Merle was he was super sharp right till the very end. I talked about that with Chris Hockey about about the Chris Christopherson experience because that was such a huge mark for Chris Christopherson. And and when I saw him, I was kind of like, Ugh. and then after a couple songs through, I think he played for the Good Times. Oh yeah, so good. Um, Ray Price made that popular, I think. Yep. Big and hit. then I got it. I was like, "Oh, it's about the songs." He's not some big Elvis guy. Here, oh man. yeah, he's, he's not always some Chuck show off. He's always been the songwriter guy, and, and uh, you know, a lot of those guys are that way. But Chris primarily has been just more of a songwriter. But like, I love the pain in Chris Christopherson's voice, and I thought that him uh, the last time I saw him at the State Fair, with being so frail and stuff, just added to it. You know, like his vulnerability was just. Is tangible. I mean, you can just like feel it. So I mean, to me, I, I thought it was amazing. I agree, man. Yeah, I do. I do agree. So, is there any other living legends still going around that you'd like to see? My favorite musician of all time, Leon Russell, just died. Um, I did get to see him a number of times. Got to meet him a few times. Uh, but is there any other living legends that you haven't seen yet that you'd like to check out before they uh, they uh, pass on? Gosh, I mean. Uh living legends that I haven't seen I mean I've been blessed to see most most of the guys that I really admire you know the the ones that I feel bad about are the ones that have passed on that I've not gotten to see I never got to see Johnny Cash I never got to see uh, uh, Waylon Jennings you know uh, I really wanted I wanted to see George Jones so bad I I was so close to going and I'm like I know this is going to be one of my last chances and I just didn't make it work and so I felt bad about that one um I did too. I love GJ. Possum. Possum, yeah. No show Jones. But uh, I've seen another one I don't hear, and it's too bad that people don't listen to that. I remember when I was in college, we'd uh, I listened to a lot of George Jones. I mean, great singer, and and I don't think if we looked around now, I wonder if anyone in this bar could name one George Jones song. Maybe White Lightning or He Stopped Loving Her Today. today. I mean, uh, it's tough because I mean he is, you know. Probably, I mean, it's arguable, but I think a lot of people in the industry would say George Jones has the best best voice in country music of all time. And Cadillac, a country music, they call him, I think. And, uh, I mean, no one could take a sad song like George Jones and sing it and make you feel the way that he did. Like the Grand Tour. and The Grand I mean, Tour, man. And this old house I mean, some of those songs where he sings it, you know, there's just no one like him, and there'll never be another one like him. Um, Do you have any other favorites of his? Favorite George Jones songs? Um, You ever heard the one, uh, I think my favorite is I Always Get Lucky With You. Oh, yeah. She Thinks I Still Care. Oh, Um, man. She thinks I still care. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The Window Up Above. Oh, yeah. You heard that one with uh, 
uh, Possum and and uh, Ray Charles. I didn't see a thing. <laughs> I don't know it's if I know that one. They're talking about going to the bar. And he's like, you didn't see me. I didn't see you. We didn't oh, see Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, he's you got... Bosberg should cover that one next time you're down in River Falls. Oh, man. That sounds like a fun one. Good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Uh, but I didn't see you. And I didn't see you. And I didn't see a thing. I tell you guys, I'd like still like to see be like a D-Dub Don Williams. Oh, Don yeah. Williams I've not all. seen Don Williams. I would love to see Don Williams still. Uh... I've, I've never seen Hank Williams Jr. I've never seen Charlie Daniels. I'm just thinking of older guys that made a big impact in the in the the industry that I've not Willie? seen. Have you seen Willie Nelson? I've seen Willie a few times. Great, so good. Sounds like he's not doing too good right now. So I'll, oh really? It's kind of sad. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just how old is he now? Do you think he's got to be 85? Something. Yeah, mid 80s. But uh, yeah, when he goes, it'll be a sad, sad day for sure. But you wonder because remember when Johnny Cash passed away? Then at all the shows, all anyone wanted to hear was always every all of a sudden everybody was a Johnny Cash expert. When Willie passes, it's going to be the same thing, don't you think? Oh, I, I kind of hope so because it's like <laughs> it's like man, I love the, I love those songs and I I wish we could play more of them. And it's just like just like just what think a career. Danny, Dan Neal and I back in the day. That's all. We did whole nights at Classic Country. I love it. I haven't it. talked to him now. It's like it'd be fun to have a Classic Country Night oh, show sure. like once a week or once a month somewhere and just do old, old Classic Country pre, yeah. maybe like 2000, pre-1990 and like stick with like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 80s stuff. It's one of my, one of my, be fun? one of my all-time favorite gigs I did was, I don't remember if we did it for a year or how long it was, but we used to do every Wednesday. It was me. Dan Neal and Lisey, uh, Lisey right? I know you know her. Um, we used to do uh, out at Floyd's every Wednesday for a long they time. They told me stories and, about you. All and we did, we did classic country where we were singing Conway and like Willie and... Hank and George and Merle, Waylon. I mean, it was all old school stuff, and it was so much fun. And it's like, you know, no matter what I called out, Daniel knew it all. So oh, it was, the guy's a machine. Love him. Lisa told me a story once, and you guys used to travel on down there. <laughs> for some reason, you guys took University Avenue, and you guys are all riding together. And she's going by Mickey's Diner. Yeah. <laughs> and she, one of you guys pointed at it, and you're like, you're like, uh, you ever eaten there, Danny? He's like, oh, best burgers in Twin Cities. Next week you drive by Pona. You ever eaten there, Danny? Never been there. <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> Good stuff. I learned a lot of stuff. I used to learn that old, uh, oh, Buck Owens. Learned that from Dan Neal. Tiger oh, yeah. Tiger tail and all that Yeah, good man, stuff. he knows all those Buck Owen tunes. I love them. Tiger by the tail, it's plain to see. I won't be much when you get through with me. There was a period there where country music was going so far to the pop side that I think, I think, and that I'm hoping that it's a little bit like a pendulum where it's like it's everything comes and goes and it's it's coming back the other way where it's going a little little bit more traditional now. Um, but you you just never know. I mean, it's 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 a biz, It's all business and it's all about money and. 
listeners and a lot of times you know country radio is geared towards you know more of a teenage crowd i guess and younger crowds and stuff but uh yeah i mean sturgill simpson and chris stapleton and a lot of those guys that are coming up now and i shouldn't even say coming up now because those guys have been around for a long time paying their dues but they're just finally starting to get the attention that they deserve because they're incredibly talented people um it's nice and refreshing to see that happening. I hope that classic country doesn't wind up like, let's see, you take, I don't know if we're that age, where you take, like, I'm really into old blues and, like, old jazz and stuff, and old classic country. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just looking around this bar, you know, a hot bar in Roseville, and I don't know if anyone would know any of the songs. I'd listen to on my podcast with that, or on my cell phone with that. Yeah, it's 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 tough. I mean, it's it's... There's always somebody, though, and there that's always there's always a glimmer of hope. There is a glimmer of hope. I think we should start a classic country night here at Old Chicago. Heck <laughs> yeah. Wing, wing, wing. Let's do wink, it. Wink, wink, wink. Um, so who else have you been listening to? Who's some of the modern guys you like? You know, um, modern guys that I like, I mean, Chris Stapleton's definitely right up there. It's Tennessee whiskey. Definitely, I think he's got the the most amazing vocals that I've heard, maybe since George Jones or George Strait. I mean, I just I'm a George Strait junkie, so I love George Strait, and he's still going. Thank God, still putting out new material. Um, I love Jamie Johnson. He's still going, but he's a uh, he just wrote a, a new song on George Strait's new box set called "Kicked Out of Country Music," and it's him and George talking about how they've been kicked out of the industry. And it's, it's sad but true. But uh, Jamie Johnson's just an amazing talent, and he just doesn't get uh, airplay or attention like uh, he deserves. Um, I love uh, Gary Allen. He's someone that kind of dabbled in the mainstream, but he's still kind of on the fringe and just doesn't get a lot of airplay. Um, someone that does get mainstream airplay that I do still love is Eric Church. I think he's incredibly talented guy. Um, writes songs that are not just about tailgates and making out, you know, with your girl in a cornfield. It's he writes songs that really can hit you in the gut, like you know. I think my favorite Eric Church song, me and Dan and Lisi got to open for him once like at some aquatennial thing back in the day. I think my favorite his Hell on the Heart is probably my favorite song. Oh, it's, it's kind a, of an older one. It's a great song. But he's, he's got a ton of songs that are not necessarily things you would hear on the radio that are just really deep and well-written songs that are, uh, you know, maybe wouldn't go over for a party night at a bar on a Friday or Saturday night. But, like, if you're sitting, you know, on a long drive or whatever, going through a hard time, you could pull up some of these old Eric Church songs and they'll hit you right in the gut and you'll totally relate to exactly where he's coming from. Let's talk about George Strait for a minute. Yeah. Did his box set change your life like mine or no? Oh, for sure. 
when I uh, that's one of the first was the first box set I ever bought of anybody. And straight uh, out of the box, or something like that. It's called straight out of the box. So did, did you get the second one yet that just came out? I did not. But you got to get it. That's where they got the new Jamie Johnson song. It's uh, I think it's exclusively at Walmart. I think right now. So maybe Walmart will sponsor your podcast. What are your some favorite George Strait songs? Gosh, I mean, the guy's got 60, what, 63 number one hits or something like that now? Um, it's always a tough, tough question. Um, my favorite probably is Troubadour. I was a young Troubadour When I wrote in on a song I'll be an old Troubadour When I'm gone A newer one, that's a, a newer great one. song. Troubadour really hits me Wow. Hard because well, I identify life, with though, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cowboys Like Us, I love another fairly newer one. Um, I love Lead On. I hope I know that one. Really, really early song from George. Really early is his favorite one. Is probably my first one. Is still my favorite. Would Unwound. Be, uh, uh, Unwound. Unwound. Yep, that's another one of my favorite ones too. Uh, Man, give me a bottle. Very did base. you guys ever, when you had Lisi, I never did this with Lisi on the fiddle, but Amarillo by Morning. I mean, it's just, it's a classic song. I mean, I just, it's just, yeah, that's, I, that's it's hard to song. pin down top five George Strait songs, but. Uh, uh, Amarillo's got to be up there for me, too. If you're thinking you want a stranger, there's one coming home. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. How if powerful you're is thinking that? You want a stranger. This one coming home. coming home. Love it. <laughs> I love it. It sounds like you recorded it at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. Oh, I know. I just love it's it. It's amazing. Uh, oh, another heartbreaker. So good in love. Oh. Oh, how you sparkle. Oh, how you shine. Oh, I never asked you. Do you ever do any songwriting yourself or any, any original stuff? I used to. I used to dabble in that stuff. I just, I just, uh, it never was a big thing for me. So I just kind of put it on the back burner. I always felt like I had a lot of pressure doing it and, uh, Someday I maybe will get back into it, right? but right now I'm just so busy and I'm having too much fun doing this. Just to, I don't want that. I don't want that. CDs or merch people can buy your shows or anything like that. I don't. I just I, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm lazy. I don't know what it is, but I don't think you're lazy, Sigler. I just I don't want to mess with all that stuff. It's like, ah, eh, we're just a we're just a bar band that wants to have a good time. And it's like we want people to come drink, forget about their life's troubles, and party with us until they kick us out of the bar every night that's what we want it to be let's end the show on that mr tim sigler thank you for being on the mark stereo music podcast check out timsigler.com and uh some upcoming shows under your playing eagle street on new year's, new year's eve, eve yeah big new year's eve show eagle street grill we both put in a lot of time down there over the we years both spent a lot of time down there love it Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you would like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. 
Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go some fun. Baby 